Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Filmmaking Sucks podcast. Where we tell you about all the mistakes you can make when producing a film and how to avoid them. Oh, and my, the mistakes. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay. And I'm Manny. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I really will get the opening intro to this right one day. At some point, yeah. Probably not. But I'm having a screenwriter issue. I think it's because it's not written in my own voice. And I just can't seem to get it down because it's just not natural lingo for me. I don't think screenwriting is a natural lingo for anyone. No, I meant the intro. But let's go with oh. the segue anyway. Oh. <laughs> oh. You said screenwriter voice. And, oh, right. Whatever. <laughs> so we're going to do a quick little episode for you guys this week. Um, we're going to do, if you remember a couple episodes back, we did our six-week goals in finding motivation. Um, so it's been six weeks. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. Uh, I can't believe it. Where does the time go? You can hear me. You can probably hear me running around the room doing different things. Because yeah, I just wasn't ready for this just yet, and I said, "Well, we got about we got about forty five minutes before we have to before we have to do an interview." Mm -hmm. So we figured we'd squeeze one episode in. So we just hit record and see where it takes us. Yeah. So yeah. Sorry, guys. Okay. So okay. So first things first. Then yeah. Let's start off. How how's your six week goal going? What was your six week goal? My six week goal was to get my so cheery about. It. <laughs> Where'd the table go? I put it away because oh you told me God. to put it away. <laughs> anyway, sorry guys, this is chaos on wheels. Um, so my six week goal was to get my uh, short film idea on paper. I wasn't sure how I was going to do it, but I just wanted to get it on paper. Usually, you grab a pen, you get some paper, and well, I meant the other one, the silent piece, because it's not really like you know mm. a script. It's you know I didn't know if I was going to storyboard it or what I was going to do, but gotcha. just get it on paper. Okay. Thanks for listening to our very important. I I've, I've edited everything <laughs> since then. I've gone through five other episodes that I've done and panels and stuff. I can't remember your specifics. Okay. <laughs> well, that was my specifics. And what have you done since then? I've written three screenplays. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Way to overachieve. I was really excited about this goal. I was like, now I have like a whole, you know, two people listening. Um, and they heard me make that promise. And I really felt like I yeah. had to do something. Yeah. So. I wasn't quite as I, I was, but I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Well, my, you had a, you had a different thing yeah, happen. My goal, my goal was to have a schedule set mm-hmm. for finishing the Matryoshka short that we did. Yep, because we wanted to reshoot the ending. Yeah, we just because we, we just we did it. We shot it in all of about two hours. Well, we shot it with their with yeah. their limitations in mind. Yes, their rules. Yes, and and we decided uh, I decided we wanted to do a little bit more with it, mm-hmm. and um. And we want to do a little bit more with the demon. Yep. And Horror Show Jack, who's a good friend of ours, he's a fang smith. Yes. That's a fancy word. <laughs> fang smith. Fang smith. He's a fang maker, as in vampire fangs and wolf fang, fangs for movies, fangs for TV shows, but he does. For just for fun. Costumes for cosplay. Yeah. For fun. Um, he's a good friend of ours, and he, um, and we are working kind of in an exchange program, I guess. Um, where um, he's actually going to create some really awesome looking fangs for us for this demon in the short. 
And we're going to shoot it in a really and, awesome way. Yeah, and then we'll shoot it and get him a bunch of footage so he can use the footage for promos as well. Yeah. Because uh, he does he does trade shows and conventions and stuff. And so he definitely follow playing. him along. If you've ever thought to myself, I want Vampire Fangs, or even mm-hmm. if you haven't thought, thought it to yourself, just go and look at it because you will think it to yourself. Um, he's all over the country traveling. Uh, he does a show like almost every other weekend, different place. So yeah. Horror Show Jack, just look for mm-hmm. him on all of your social media and you... Yeah. Shall find him. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna shoot. We'll have the footage for the short, obviously, and yep. we're gonna do some extra stuff of of uh, the actor in uh, Jason emoting um, with the fangs. Yes, Jason emoting with the fangs, doing some cool stuff. We'll give it some cool lighting. So he's got some extra footage yeah. that he could use for his uh, for his table video. Right, the video and then open open TV. it up. That if anybody's looking for you know film and television fangs, mm-hmm. he now has it in a reel. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Basically, exactly for stuff for his reel, for his fang reel. Um, and portfolio. Uh, so we decided, so I decided I want to reshoot the ending, make it a little bit longer, a little bit more involved and everything. And I wanted to have that scheduled by now. Yeah. Uh, it is not scheduled by now. But. But. Um. For good reason. Yeah. The schedule got a little. Mm-hmm. But, uh. Trick. Surprise thrown into it. Yeah. I got, I, I, I got hired. Um, I got, I was contacted by, um. Lowry Foley and Shiva Rodriguez, who was on the, the Women, Women in Horror, Horror panel. panel. Um, and they're looking for a camera team to shoot their short film <gasps> in Florida. So I got hired to do that, and uh, I picked up Phil Crawl to work From at, our cinematography from panel. From the cinematography panel. Mm. And the two of us will be going down to Florida to shoot that short film. Very cool. Um, Congratulations, this is your first kind of... Official like hiring yeah. to go. Yeah, I guess so. I yeah. guess so. Well, I mean, you did the thing for Jeremiah Kip. That was yeah, more yeah, audio stuff mm-hmm. and one day shoots. But this is this is a bigger gig. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they have a short film which the name is escaping me right now for some reason. It's Father of Lies. Father of Lies. There you go. That's the name. Father of Lies is the name of the short film. So we'll be shooting that in May. So that kind of took precedent over mm-hmm. uh, of. Trying to get the schedule, getting their budget together, getting the schedule, schedule together, together for, yeah, reading through the scripts, you know, coordinating with your team, mm-hmm. doing all that stuff. So that kind of took precedent over it. I think that's but, fair, though. I think yeah. that's that's yeah. I wanted to schedule one shoot, and I ended up scheduling a different one. Yeah. So and putting putting together a small team for it. So okay, cool. I, I'll, I'll I'll take it. A goal, a shoot has been scheduled. Right. I've been working on. I'll give it to you. Yeah, I've been working time. on a shot list for that and breaking that down. You know, coming up with an equipment list, which is where we come to. Um, do you want to go through yours first? Um, we're, we're, this is this is we're, we're, we don't have too much to really. I said since we're just throwing this episode together, we decided this is kind of a, a weekly woes. Yeah. Last six weeks woes. Yeah, the the that, trials and tribulations of achieving our six week goals. How's you, that sound? That sounds much better than the way I said it. <laughs> so here's the trial and tribulations part of our episode, and then we're going to end it with setting another six-week goal. Yep. Um, so if anybody's playing along, you can keep setting goals with us. Yeah. Um, and let us know how your goals went. Set another you... goal today? Yes. Oh, geez. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. All right, let's figure out what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Now you're going to be useless the rest yeah, of the, right? rest of the episode. Yeah, all that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so if you guys are following along, playing your six-week goals, tell us what they are. Tell us how you did. Um, you know, we definitely want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. 
So, seeing as yours was to get this screenplay written, and you yes. ri- you wrote three. I wrote three. You've been through some pains in the yes. asses. Yes. This. Well, the big problem I've, I've been having, um, or you know, the problem I was having that I was using as an excuse is that I have no time. I have no time. I work a full-time job. I have an hour-long commute to and from work um, each way. And I was just feeling like I have no time to write scripts. Um, so then I really had to face myself in the mirror and take a look and then really be like, are you being honest with yourself? Because really, that hour-long ride home, you're sitting on a train, you're not driving a car, you're not doing anything that you need to be paying attention to, and you're really just playing Candy Crush. Let's be honest. I was playing Candy Crush. And I was listening to podcasts. With Candy Crush. I love Candy Crush. <laughs> um, I have three different versions on my phone, and oh I just keep God. playing them until like until I die or I run out of lives, and then I just move on to the next one. Um, it's an addiction. Jesus. But uh, so then I downloaded a screenwriting software, and um, I spent my ride home to and from writing scripts. And uh, having that hour to myself uh, in the morning and, and in the evening, you know, I was actually got to the point that I had two ideas that I was working on at the same time. And um, one of them was rather serious or, you know, it was more horror elements, darker elements. It was very visual. So I kind of had to be like very focused on it when I had to write it. And then the other one's another horror comedy in the same kind of mm-hmm. thread as Beneath. So it was a little bit more fun to write. Um so I ended up writing one in the morning and one in the evening. So I would focus when I got up in the morning and I was focused and I didn't have all the work nonsense going through my head. I wrote the more serious toned one. And then on the ride home, I wrote the funny one, which was just, yeah, you know, a lot stress more relieving. stress relieving. Um, and I laughed at myself a couple of times out loud on the train and people thought I was strange. Um, but it's all good. <laughs> but anyway, back to my trials and tribulations. The problem that I'm having or what I'm annoyed by is the lack of a screenwriting software that is workable workable it's good word for it um via i mobile. was via mobile. via mobile via mobile is a challenge there there is a ton there's a ton, ton. of screenwriting yeah. soft of, of screenwriting apps for mobile that there uh, so start start off the thing is we are working we we do have android Yes. That is our choice. Yes. Our chosen platform is Android. Yes. <laughs> yes, we have Android. We're the freaks, the freaky mm-hmm. artist people that have Androids. Yeah. Um, there's a ton of screenwriting apps for it, but as as is with most programs, they don't really work well with each other. They don't no. talk to each other no. very well. No, they're not friends. We own the desktop versions, uh, version of Screenwriter. Which I bought way back in film school. <laughs> yes, we've had it for, for 10 years now. Yeah. Had it for almost ten years now. Oh, probably had, longer, but yeah. Yeah, we've had over ten years. At least ten years, and the software is exactly the same right now as it is when you. I think like it was Movie Magic six. Yeah. When we bought it, you know. Yeah. And now it's like six point two or something like that. Yeah. Which just shows the truth is when it comes to screenwriting software, when it comes to writing not a changes, script, not changes Yeah, much. the format has not changed. There's no extra. You don't have to do. There's, no, there's nothing to change. Mm-mm. It just is what it is, and that's it. It's meant to format your script. Right. So I tried to say brand to brand when I first started this endeavor. Yeah. Um, and Screenwriter does not have an Android app. They do no. not plan on, on on creating an Android app. Because they, don't, they don't have an Apple app. They don't have an app at all. No. No. They no. do not have an app, an app at all. No, but I think their website addresses the fact that they will not do Android because of the open source yeah, but coding. Not, yeah, but they're not, they're, they're, they might be doing a... a an Apple, Apple version, version. Yep. but as of right now, 
Um, the closest thing is their Mac version mm-hmm. will import FDX files, which is yes. Final Draft. Right. Final. It will import after Final Draft files from the mobile, so that you can, if you have their screenwriting software on Mac, you can import your mobile Final Draft mm-hmm. into their software. Right. Which is nice if you have Apple and if you have Final Draft. Yeah. Okay. Right. So. Which we don't have Final Draft, and I don't have Apple. Um, Final Draft does have a Final Draft writer, which is their mobile version. Yeah. Final Draft is not doing uh, Android. Android. They have one for they have a mobile but, version for iPhone, but not for Android. Okay. So as I did continue to do my research, I pick and chose um well you remember Mario? Remember that guy who used to be on the show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um he had a lot of problems with Celtex, which is the other one that everybody recommends. Well, Celtex used to be Celtex used to be totally free. Right. It was a free program. That everybody used, and now it's not free anymore. Ah, oh, so that was the problem. Yeah, it's not free anymore. It's only free for your first three screenplays. The first three projects. So they get any- you hooked, and then they... Yes. Um, which is which I think is... It's bullshit. It's such bullshit. It's only free for the first three, okay? Then it's... first. The first payment is $15 a month. Ouch. That's the lowest it goes for. It's $15 a month. All right? And with that, you get some production tools, which is nice. Right. But what if you don't want the production tools? I just want to be able to write scripts. That's right. not an option. That's bull. There's no option. It's just it. It's $15 a month for the, for the beginning level of production tools. A lot of screenwriters are not producing their own scripts, though. They're just no. writing and yeah. sending. Right. They're writing and then selling it. So why do they need production tools? They don't. They don't. Celtics just did this. And uh, and from what we understand, some people like it a lot. Yeah. You know, because of all the production tools. The problem that we're hearing from others is that if you're not using the Celtics production tools, mm-hmm. it's kind of shit to format, to, to, to take from one to, to the, the next. next. So if we're if you're working on budgeting, if you're working on movie magic budgeting and scheduling, mm-hmm. and I'm writing on Celtics now, let's say I can just let's say I just write it fine, right? Write the script out, and this was a couple years ago before it even when it was totally free. Right. Take the Celtics script, you now put it into your movie magic budgeting and scheduling, mm-hmm. and now it's a pain in the ass because it's not recognizing the format, and the formatting is all is all off, uh, as we've heard uh, as we've heard from some other things where. Uh, what is what is what is the one where it's the one you're using? Oh, fade in free. Fade in or fade in. Uh, fade in. I think go, when it goes from mobile to desktop, it actually the script turns out to be shorter, longer, 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 longer. No, the one on mobile is longer. Yeah. So say you write a 28 page script or a 30 page script. Once you drop it into mobile onto your desktop. Oh yeah, no, the ones that they were talking about. In the group, because I asked this of the uh, the filmmaking indie filmmaker group, indie filmmaking community. Yeah, there you indie go, indie filmmaker community. Yeah, so I asked those guys, um, and they said that one of them said that uh, Celtics was yeah, seven okay. page shorter. Okay, so if you're writing a script, seven uh, twenty eight page. That's just exactly what I was saying. Yeah. Uh, that, so so it's not just it's not, so okay. So it's the same thing with uh, with Celtics. So if you write it, say a twenty eight page script in Celtics, once you put it on desktop, it's going to turn out to be more like twenty twenty to twenty two pages. Right. So that means the formatting is wrong. Yeah. It means it's not properly formatting your script. To me, that's a waste. Then, if it's not going to be properly formatted, then why? Yeah. You know. Screenplay format has been 
stagnant. It's been stable. Yeah. It's been a static format for 70, 80, maybe yes. 100 years. Yeah. It has not changed. Yeah. Now, to say, Faden, Faden, which yeah. I, from what I've seen, doesn't have that same issue. It's, okay. it's slightly longer. Mm-hmm. It's very minimal, though. Okay. And what you did now when you used, uh, what was the program you used? Fade Fade In. in, And you used the paid version. Yes, I I purchased it. I purchased the mobile version. Purchased the mobile for five dollars. Five bucks. Yeah. And then? And then it got to the point that I was happy with my scripts. I had gone through them enough and then it was time to export. And the only choice I have on the mobile version is export to text or HTML. Uh Uh-huh. So, of course, if I export to text, then all of the work I did formatting my script is yeah. now lost. All your formatting and, and dynamic text is gone. It's yeah. just a bunch of words. Yeah. With, yeah. Okay. So that sucked. Um, so then I looked and I found the free desktop version. Mm-hmm. So I downloaded that because it said, you know, you can export this and you can export that. I downloaded because it. Because most screenwriting softwares do import text, but yeah. nonetheless, so you go to PDF. Right. So I export it. And now I have exported using an unregistered software. Watermark, Watermark. at the top of every single page. Every single page. Even though it is a registered version. It is a registered version. I bought the mobile version. The mobile version doesn't give me the option to export into a PDF or into an FDX or any of the other, just a text file or an HTML file. Uh So now I have a script that's stuck in software that I can't export any... But we, you did export it as PDF. Right. I yeah. did export as a PDF, and it continued to have the watermark. Then how what did we you did. Get the, how did you get it from PDF though? How did you get it into PDF? From the from the software, from the desktop version. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it had the watermark on it. Oh, that's right. Then you we used, copied and pasted used the it. The trial version of the desktop software. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So you took it from Fade In Mobile, mm-hmm. exported. You just took the file itself that it has and you as put, in, put yeah. it in Dropbox. As a fade in, yeah, as I uploaded the fade in version to my Dropbox and then opened the fade in file format from my Dropbox using the free desktop version. Yes, and that's when you get the watermark. Yes. Because they want you to now buy the desktop version, which is $80. 80 bucks. And, and we already have. Screenwriter, which, which we already have screenwriter, which we yeah, which we bought it for one hundred and fifty dollars. So then, what we had to do was then we copied and pasted from the fade end into screenwriter, and I reformatted the whole thing. Yep, had to go through manually removing the watermarks. Yes, and now the good news is I can actually copy and paste without from the fade end file uh-huh. into screenwriter. And I only have to do like the, I only yes. have to go through and, and so I can but, remove the watermark. Yeah, but it's, it, yeah. it took me about a half an hour to go yeah. through your, to go through. Well, that was the, um, the, the, the one we used as a, as a test was the, the, the Poe one that you yeah, did. Yeah, Bernice. You started working on the Bernice, on the Bernice script. Yeah. And that was about 30 pages. Yeah, it was. So I, it took me a, a half hour, 45 minutes to remove all of the watermarks from every single page right. because, the same problem did happen where the the, the pages didn't line up. Mm-hmm. The um, it actually came up. I don't know if it was longer or shorter. I don't know, but 
as you went through, that watermark, which co- pops up at the top of every page, yeah. started going in the middle of the page or three quarters down or the page. Or into the middle of the text. In the middle of the text, exactly. Which was, oh. Because, yeah. So I had to go through the whole no, thing. No, but I'm saying I did find a workaround when I took the other script out is instead of putting it to a PDF and copying and pasting the PDF. From fade in? From fade in. Uh-huh. Well, no. If I make the fade in a PDF and then copy the, which is what we did. This is the then, most confusing conversation. <laughs> We copy and pasted from the PDF that had the watermark. Yes. If I copy and paste directly from the fade-in desktop app, uh-huh. it doesn't have the watermark. It's only when I export it does it put the watermark. So what you're on saying it. is write it in write it in in fade-in. Yes. Put it in the unregistered version desktop. Yes. Then just copy and paste directly from the from the page into the other program. Yes. Okay, into screenwriter. So yeah. that works. Then I have to go and just proof it, but whatever. It's, it's at least in there without a watermark. See, to me, the pain in the ass in that is why do you have to proof it? It's yeah. such, like, you're adding, you're adding an entire extra step yes. to this. Yeah. And now... The conversations we've had with a couple of people about this, it sounds like this is what everybody does. Yes. They send it out to text format, and then they take it in text, and they and they paste it into their screenwriting software on their desktop, and then they have to reformat the whole thing. Right. They have to go through and find make the exter- make the interior exterior into yeah. a into a location, and make the make, you know they have to re put in the. Uh, the character names and the dialogues yeah, and yeah. the actions and the transitions and the, tra- and the shots and the- they have to put it, you have to put yeah. it all back in now now you, now you have to retype it you just no. have to now go through this and manually hit the enter or the tab and everything yeah okay but you've already written a script what if you wrote a ninety page script yeah. in in this thing and now you have to go and reformat the entire thing yeah. Okay. Imagine. Which is fine. Yeah. Fine. Okay. You do it once. You do it once. But now, what happens if you make some more changes on your? Yeah. You can't shift. No. So basically, what's got to happen is you have to find some for some program that has both a desktop and a mobile version, and and use the, and buy both yes. versions. Yes. Whatever program you use, you got to buy both versions. Yeah. Now the other thing it's I'm like a hearing, fucking extortion yeah, scheme. It is. It really is because it's like I did the right thing and I bought the mobile version. You know, why can't I just export the mobile version to a PDF and then I could drop the PDF wherever I want because I already purchased your program. Yep. You know, I already put an investment in. I'm not using free software. Uh I'm just literally need a way to export your file format into a PDF. And that might that makes my life. But no. Yeah. No, no. You have to buy the that and the you. They need you, you to need buy the, two yeah, programs. Yeah, you, you need to buy the desktop version in order to export to a PDF. Which is such such crap. It's so. That just. It's one of the it's one of these things that just frustrates the living hell out of me. Just yeah. this this constant need to take more and more money from you. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've you know, and here's the thing. Now, if you bought just the 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 fade in desktop version, can you get the mobile version for free? Like, let's say you bought the eighty dollar version. Yeah. Can you then tell them, hey, I have I paid eighty bucks for your software? Oh, I'm sure no. You no, you still have to go. Pay well, another- no, then then you'd probably have the opposite problem because then there is a fade in fade in free mobile app. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know if you tried to export that. Probably not. If You're they would just stick no, a watermark no, into their version. Yes, you probably would. Yeah. Probably would. <sighs> so what's the solution so far? That, that is the solution so far is copy and pasting from Fade and Free into Screenwriter. Which is better than you were doing. Which, which is better about- than without the watermark. But it took me an hour and a half to figure all this out. And I've already reached out to the community to find out that there's another solution. 
there really doesn't seem to be a solution. No, it seems like everybody's copy and pasting from one everybody's thing to another. With it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a fan of that. I don't like it. I, no. You know, but I. But but and 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 I'm I'm just feeling the wool from you because I don't I I don't write on mobile. Hmm. I tried it. I had Celtics for about two months on my yeah. when it was free. Yeah. When it was actually totally free. Yeah, no, I've written with Celtics in the past. Yeah, and yeah. now you can't open your old screenplays no. anymore. You no. couldn't. That was the other problem. You couldn't open your old your old scripts anymore. Once it went, once you you wrote, you had a bunch that you wrote for free. Well, I think the good news with those is that I actually saved them to PDFs. Yes, back then. Yeah, but if you hadn't then, and I still have let's the PDFs. Say, let's say you had five different scripts you were working on. Yeah, that were in Celtics. Yeah, you know, and then they decided to go paid version. You lost two of them. Unless you decide to pay for it, right? With that fifteen dollars a month of so they, shit they you're not going to use, they literally took your your, yes. your screenplay. They took hostage. your script hostage. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, because that fifteen dollars a month of production. Oh, we have pre-production and, and production. I'm a screenwriter. I don't need a production apps. I need something that's going to write a script. Oh, here's the other annoying part. Now my fade in my fade in free version, which I was using for a while. Yeah, it would not stay hooked up to my Dropbox. So I literally had to log into my Dropbox every single freaking time. Every time you had to what? Upload every time or? I wanted to upload or every time I wanted to, to import. Wow. Which was annoying. Now at least my it's paid annoying, version, but... even now my paid version at least stays attached to my Dropbox. Because the whole time I'm thinking that my scripts are syncing. Because it's opening. Oh, I see what you mean. I see what you're saying. You thought it was supposed to be syncing your file. I see. I yeah. see what you're saying. So God forbid if I drop my phone in a puddle... You lost it. It's not. Yeah, it's you're gone. using the Dropbox as a backup, and mm-hmm. it wasn't allowing you to back up because you weren't paying for it. Yep. I, I can kind of understand that because that's what you pay for. Right. Any program, which for is years, why when I figured it out, I finally just paid for it. Yeah. Any program for years has been that way. If you're gonna, if you want to, if you want any sort of live updates or even tech support, you're not even gonna get tech support from them if you're using the free version. And that was that's before apps. That's yeah. always been like Microsoft Word has always been that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's this version. There's the regular paid version you're gonna get, but then there's the other version you pay a little bit more for, and you can get tech support, and you can get free updates, and you can get this and that it's it's always been a freaking scheme like that yeah it's always been that way you know i do like how a lot of programs now are doing this subscription thing you know but a lot of them like like we have photoshop right now photoshop was i think six hundred dollars okay yeah now as a program as a program standalone program photoshop was like 600 bucks yeah you know now i'm paying for and I have full Photoshop mm-hmm. and um, Light Lightroom, right? And I'm paying ten dollars a month for it, which is ridiculous. That Celtics is what fifteen? Fifteen. There you're. You're not Adobe Photoshop. You're not exactly. Lightroom, and they those programs are constantly getting updated. Exactly. That's exactly. ridiculous. So I'm paying ten dollars a month for a six hundred dollar program. Basically, at that at that rate, I'm paying what one hundred twenty dollars a year. Mm-hmm. It'll take me five years. Four or five years of paying monthly right. for Photoshop before I hit what it would have cost me. And you're me. still getting Lightroom on top of it. And I'm getting Lightroom on top of it and constantly updating. Yeah. So when there's a new version of it, as long as I have the subscription, it goes to, because it, now it's just it's just Creative Cloud. Right. Before it was like CS5, CS6, but right. so let's say, let's say it was CS4. I subscribe to CS4. Which when is my, CS- office, my office has this problem, that where you yeah. have CS6 and now there's the, the, the cloud versions yes. that don't actually talk to CS6, so you have to downsave something into a separate uh, file mm-hmm. 
to to share that's it with somebody who's yeah, that's a whole nother. Yeah, but let's say let's say it was still with the versions, and yeah. I got CS4 with the subscription. Yeah. Then when CS5 comes out, I get the free update to right. CS5 because I'm paying for the subscription. Right. So every time there's an update to to Creative Cloud. And I get it for you can free. Also, you can also log in anywhere because you're logging into your Photoshop yes. Adobe account. So you can go to any computer, log into your. I have account Photoshop and, on my on my on my phone now. Yeah, and I can actually and and with the with the with the files from that I do on my computer, I can edit them on mobile. Okay. Why? Why is there not this for something like that? Like yeah. you, this is what you're trying to do with Dropbox. Not yeah. they're making you pay for it, but that's something that they've always kind of done. Anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. That's no. I'm I'm frustrated with the whole thing. <laughs> I'm just frustrated with it. It's just annoying. So yeah, so you know, it, it's a work in progress. Still trying to figure out this mobile screenwriting thing. If anybody has any advice or you know has a different system where it doesn't require copying and pasting and reformatting, let me know. Let us know. Yeah, pain in the ass. Yeah. So what's your woe? It's not so much a woe. It's just now we're I'm back at the point where I'm like, all right, I need a little bit different equipment, mm-hmm. and it's it's a matter of just debating where I want to go with it. Um, we have this we have the sixty D, which mm-hmm. we've used for years. Now yeah. we're shooting on the Panasonic G seven. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, the Canon stuff does not work with the with the G seven. Right. Nothing I can do about no. that. I, I have the lenses with. The, I have another six hundred dollar adapter mm-hmm. that went from the that uh, taking the Canon lenses onto this. It's just, I just don't like the way they look on it. I love the way the Canon lenses look on Canon cameras. I don't right. like the way they look on the Panasonic camera. Is it the interpretation of color or? I, I, I really don't know. I, I'm also not a big fan of the way the Panasonic looks, to yeah, me, you, honestly. You don't like their crushed blacks. I No, it's it's in general. I, I just don't like their colors for the most part, which is why I shoot in, in as close to a log format as possible now. And I just do everything in post, which I don't like doing either. Right. I like me personally shooting. I like. Everything being in camera. Mm-hmm. And doing the shoot with Phil now in Florida, he's the same way. He likes everything being in camera. Right. But he uses the G4. Mm-hmm. So, okay. He can, he's figured out, and I like the way a lot of his stuff looks. Right. So he knows how to get it. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So, cool. Obviously, we can get the in camera look that, uh, that, that we want. He knows what he's doing, but he's also a professional DP, mm-hmm. so he does know a whole lot more about lighting and 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 shooting than I do. So this is a great opportunity for you. Yes, yes, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good opportunity. You know, um, the where we're shooting is it's like a it's like a middle of nowhere uh, park mm-hmm. that has cabins and stuff. We're staying in the cabins. We're shooting in the cabins. We're going to be there for about four or five days or so shooting. Um, so number one. One thing is obviously storage. Yeah. File storage. You know, you can only have so many damn memory cards. They get full, you know? And the GH4, I believe that the file, the, like I th- the G7, the files are 100 meg, 100, 100 meg second, I think, or a minute, something like that. Um, and his are 250. So oh, wow. his are twice the size right. of mine. So his, his, it's uh, going to fill up twice fill as Fill up fast. twice as quickly, you know? Um, so, I'm looking at things like, well, we need to come up with some sort of storage solution. You know, we need to come up with a new storage solution. And basically that just means somebody's got to bring, uh, we have to have now on top of that a laptop and a hard drive in order to drop it all into, which, you know, is pretty much the way it's been done. But you just look at things and you say to yourself, there's so much technology out there. How is there not just a workaround? Yeah. There is, but it's expensive as hell. 
You know, there is uh, there are these things. I they're just media storage drives. Mm -hmm. Okay, and um, basically, you it's literally like a little hard drive mm -hmm. that you can take your memory card, pop it in, and it will transfer everything over. And then it clears it. And you can then clear your memory card. Yes. And that's awesome. That's cool. You know, you get like a one gig. Yeah. Or, no, excuse me, a one terabyte drive for, you know, $800. And great. That works. If it, The only problem with that is we're talking about digital files here. Yeah. How do you know for sure yeah. that you have transferred the file over successfully? Sometimes there's a little geek in, yeah. the, in the transfer. Yeah, and there's a little hiccup file, sometimes. And... Sometimes there's a hiccup and one file won't transfer properly. Right. So they retransfer. And that happens all the time. Right. You know? But without a computer to watch the file, how do you know that you have switched the file over properly, that they work, before you now empty your memory card? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's There's a good question. That's a problem. Yeah. I, w um, I would be terrified, especially with somebody else's footage. It's a blind yes. transferring um, something. The way a lot of you work around, the, way the, one, one, the best workaround for all that is not even a workaround. You get yourself something like an Atomos recorder, mm -hmm. which is a monitor and a recorder as well, you know, um, and it takes straight from the sensor. So you actually get a better color format, better color out of it, you know, but unfortunately, uh, really, honestly, the budget for this film just doesn't call. We don't own an Atomos recorder, right. you know, and that's just a rental fee for them. On top of that, you mm -hmm. know. Um, so now the question becomes: Does anybody have actually have a laptop? That's the other thing. I haven't even asked anybody about that yet. I haven't even asked. <laughs> I'm assuming they. I'm assuming somebody. Somebody. One of them must. Somebody's going to have some level of a laptop, you know. So that's one of my of my issues. Four days of four days of shooting on all these memory cards, and you know, at what point do we run out of do we run out of space? Yeah. Because my memory card, as is, gets about an hour and a half on a 64 gig card. You know, I've got 12 cards, you know, so what you're talking about is a full day of shooting, a full day of downloading, transferring, clearing on top of your, your shoot day already. Yeah. Well, I mean, whatever we're, we're staying at the location. So, right. You know, once we're done shooting at the end of the day, we take it, we pop it into whatever and transfer it all over as we, you know, yeah. as we wind down with whatever we're drinking for the night because right. we're going to need it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so that's one issue. The other is just the form factor of the of the. Uh, I was we have no. There's barely a cell phone ser signal. Mm. There's n absolutely no Wi-Fi, um, which you know whatever. That's I'm not I'm not really concerned about that. I was concerned though because the G7, and I believe the G4 does as well. You can actually control the phone the cameras through our mobile right via Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. I did find out, though, that it's not actually via Wi-Fi. It's just using a Wi-Fi signal. Now, you can turn your the phone mobile. into a Wi-Fi hotspot. No, 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 no. Listen. Okay. The mobile itself, uh, uh, the, the, the camera itself is the Wi-Fi. Okay. It's sending a signal, signal. via Wi-Fi that the phone connects to. Gotcha. So, like, I just tested it right now, and it's not like the, 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 the camera is connecting to our Wi-Fi signal in the house and then the phone is connecting to the Wi-Fi signal in the house and then they're talking to each other that way. The phone is correct is connecting directly to the camera gotcha. via a Wi-Fi signal. Right. So that's really nice. So I don't actually have to have So the camera's almost sending out a signal that's helping yes. the phone create its own IP address that only connects to the camera. Yes. Okay. Yes. You tried to sound real <laughs> No, I actually understand IP addresses now. Somebody actually explained them to me. Thank you, IT guy, for my job. Um 
Yeah, the camera is sending a signal directly to the phone via Wi-Fi, which is nice. There's no Wi-Fi needed in the middle of it. It is sending, so that's really good. I can con I can control it that way. So that's that's cool. I like that, and that's gonna. You help. still have that option, and you still have that power, which is yes, good. Yeah, so I you know, and 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 it is a little sluggish controlling the camera from the mobile, but the but the benefit of that is now I have a good um, monitor. Right, because um, there's a problem with some of one, one camera will do it, but the G7 doesn't. You can't. I don't think you can record while monitoring. Like if I had an actual monitor connected yeah. to the G7 yeah. via the wire, I don't think I can actually record on the on the the camera. Okay, I need it needs to be like an Atomos recorder that's going to record. Mm. The signal, right. you know, uh, so there's that. But this just literally ports over as a full control. It's literally taking the, the controls on the back of the camera and pumping it onto the mobile device now, you know. Yeah. So that helps. That's a that's an awesome little thing to have, mm -hmm. you know. Um, the other problem that the G7 has is unlike the GH4 and the G5 and the G7, or the, the, the GH6 and the threes and all them, they all have battery grips. There's no battery grip for the G7. Hmm. Okay. Um, the main thing with that is the fact that in order to have a battery grip, what a battery grip is is basically exactly what it sounds like. There's a there's a large battery that connects to the bottom of the camera. So you have those little square batteries that you pop into the camera and that and those are rechargeable. This is basically going to have two or three of those inside a base and that whole base connects to the bottom of the camera into the battery port. Right. I've seen it before, yeah. Now, anybody who's used the cameras before knows that you open up the thing on the bottom, the little drawer, yeah. little door opens up and you slide the battery in and out. Yeah. In order to have a battery grip, that door has to be removable, which it is not on the G7. Oh. It is removable on the others, but the G7, it is not removable, so there is no battery grip for it. Gotcha. Okay? There is a third-party AC adapter. So you can pop it in there, a little wire comes out, and you plug that in here, and you plug that in there, okay? And then you plug it into the wall. That requires us to be tethered all the time. So now I have to, so what I've been working on is I've been trying to find, and, and some people have done it apparently, um, to just put that battery pot thing in there with the wire, and then run that wire through an adapter into a wire, into a battery charger. Mm-hmm. You know? A into mobile. like an anchor, an anchor charger or something, you right. know? Into one of those. The problems with those are the voltage has to has to match up. Now, not it has to match up. The voltage can be close enough and it work to be optimized. The problem is that over time, it could actually burn out the camera if yeah. the voltage is not correct. Right. So that's what I've been working on currently, trying to find how to connect it to an external battery because I've got three batteries for this Panasonic and those three batteries, these things are freaking tiny. Yeah. These are tiny batteries, yeah. constant usage and all that. I say that those with those three batteries, maybe seven or eight hours, mm -hmm. you know, 
But if we're doing, you know, I, I think um, when I did the wedding, it was pretty much constant recording and I was on my last battery. I remember that. And I had it plugged in. Yeah. I actually had the sound guy at the, the, the DJ plug in my battery because yeah. I was like, by the time the ceremony was over, it was time. I was like, first battery was dead already. It was yeah. two hours in. So I'm like, okay. So, if, and that was just steady running. So um, I can get about six to seven hours on three batteries before you know now again keeping them plugged in and swapping back and forth and everything but the but it's like oh you just buy more batteries or i just buy more batteries which fine yeah. which i can which i can totally do it's yeah. just that like oh my god it's just it, it, it's, it's just one it's just yeah it's a crisis that you're you you're nervous about and you would feel better having a solution other than you know yes because i think my one battery chart my one battery uh, uh, charger yeah. is worth four of these batteries yeah you know, and I could just have this one thing and that'll run me all goddamn day long. Right. And I'm not going to have to worry about it turning off. Right. Or any of that. And it's going to run me at least eight hours. Mm -hmm. You know, and then if that does Worst die, case, then, then I have the two or three batteries yeah. to go through for the last two or three hours of the shoot. You right. Know? Right. So that's my concern, especially now. And now I don't know what it's going to be like, how long it's going to take to go via Wi-Fi. How much more battery power is it going to take yeah. running the Wi-Fi all the time? Yeah. So another thing... um, Another thing that I'm doing now is the other, I guess, headache mm -hmm. is um, I'm writing shot lists for a script for a location that I haven't seen. Seen. Okay. And I can't visit. Yeah. I can't be there. I don't really know the dimensions of the place. All I know is the information that they're giving me. And, mo and, and even them, the location is... Two and a half, three hour drive from their home in Florida. Wow. The location is in Tampa. They live in Ormond Beach. And Ormond Beach is east coast of Florida. Yeah. Tampa is left coast of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so do they have, they don't have location photos? They have location photos because they've shot there before. Okay. But the photos that they've given me are basically photos from their production. Which is more focused on the production than the, than the location. Exactly. Exactly. They, they don't have production yeah, photos. I'm sure you've Google Earthed it. I've Google Earth the area, yeah, but okay. it's it's a park. Yeah. So it's just a big green splotch. Gotcha. That's not helpful. <laughs> no, no, it's not helpful. You know? Um, uh, so the location photos that they have, they don't need location photos because they were at the location. They yeah. know what it looked like. They know, and they don't, it's so in their they brain already. Yeah, they don't have it. And uh, she also, they also said that... Um, it's a location that a lot of the local film, uh, Florida filmmakers shoot there. Okay. So even if you hire other camera crews to mm. go there, they know the location already. Right. They've been there. You know what I mean? Mm. They know where they know where they're shooting. It's like us over here, Forest Park. Yeah. Any of the filmmakers in the area, we've all shot at Forest Park. Yeah. We know the area. We know the band shell. We know the park. We, we know the pond. Yeah, the pond we know yeah. the, the 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 you know we know the area. So we don't have to worry about getting people location photos because they recognize it. Right. Um. So a lot of the location shots I'm looking at are from their previous productions. Right. You know, um, so I can kind of gauge the space because I can see there's four people in the room. They have right. this camera. How so big the space is. It, yeah. There is some. Exactly. There is some level of scale to it, you know, um, but these are cabins. It's like it looks like like a camp cabin, you know, okay. so they have there's a there's a it looks like there's a bunk bed mm. in each room. Um, and there's a little table and a chair thing, you know, it's pretty, pretty basic, right? you know, um, but the script is first off portion of it as a period piece. Mm. 
Very period piece. Um, we're talking about Thor and Loki. Oh, wow. Period piece. Wow. Yeah. So we're actually creating um, Odin's throne room. Wow. And, That's cool. Um, is it Thor's room or Loki's room? I'm not sure what the other one is. But oh, my yeah. God. Could you imagine the two of them in a bunk bed together? That would just be a <laughs> They're creating two different rooms in one in one of the spaces. Yeah. Uh, one of them is going to be fire and the other one is ice. Mm-hmm. You know? Um so, uh, so we're going to be just one day, they're, we're going to turn it into the fire throne room. And the other day we're going to turn it into the ice, the ice throne, room. throne room. Cool. You know? Uh, so looking at a space with bunk beds in it. And then trying to imagine a throne room. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. And trying to imagine a throne room covered in, in, in ice uh, and fire. Yeah, where it's all when we got up. Well, the ice and fire is more for the lighting, but I mean, we got to, they're going to cover it in animal pelts and. <laughs> right, right. You know, and and I'm assuming some level of throne, and then there's a, 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 a whatever. Yeah, there's all of that, and I'm trying to picture that in these, right. which, you know, I can get a basic idea for it, but you know, yeah, you know, I don't have like a picture of the space where, like, it's, a flat picture of the space where hard. I can take it and yeah. draw it on, right. at least draw on the image and say, hmm, okay. You know, there's no bird's eye view of the schematics of the building to tell me how large they are. You know, they'd have to go and right. like measure it, right? You know, which you know they might have already. I, I should, I should probably ask. They might have that already, but uh, so. Low budget filmmaking. Yeah, filmmaking sucks, filming. guys. We never yeah. said anything otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the other sort of things. That I'm, the next thing is me and Phil have to create a um, color profile. Right. Because he's shooting on a GH4, mm-hmm. and I'm shooting on the G7. Right. So first things first. Like I said earlier, our file formats, our file sizes are completely different. Hmm. You know, one is getting, he's getting a whole lot more color information than right. I am, right. which, you know, whatever, not, not a huge deal. It's not a disaster. The cameras, the cameras are matchable. Right. They're both the same company. They're different series of the same line. So, uh, they have different sensors, but they are matchable. Right. You know, you're not trying to do a Canon and a Panasonic. Precisely. Yeah. 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 And even, even if I was going to do like a 5D to a C300, these are still entire, you know, yeah. they're big differences, but they're matchable. Right. This is matchable. We just have to start from what the G7 can do and then get the G4 Match to go. Match the 4 to the 7. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Rather than going the other way. Because the 7 doesn't have a lot of the capabilities the 4 does. So. Right. Um, so we have to get together and create a color profile where they look the same. Mm-hmm. You know, the two cameras look alike. And so that this way in post, we can grade from there. Right. What I think we're actually going to do is we're going to create, uh, he said we're going to create a LUT for the for the camera so that we have a profile that just gets dropped right into. Blink, blink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Put very very simply, okay, when you turn on your camera, uh-huh. there are color profiles. Right. That's an essentially an in-camera LUT. It's a lookup table. Uh, That's what a LUT is. It's a lookup table. It is a basis of telling your camera um, what the color value should be. Okay. What should red look like? Right. What should a blue look like? Because, right. I mean, you're talking about a digital camera here. Right. So everything is ones and zeros. Yeah. So a LUT will then tell the camera 
this what? is red, and then the camera will will build. This is the value of red in zeros and yeah, ones. Yeah, this is this, the value it'll of blue. Build the gradients out from there. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's going to start with the R, with the with, with the red, green, blue. Yeah. Start from there. What is red, green, blue? What is white? What is black? Yep. You know, and that's what the LUT will do. We'll tell you where to begin, mm -hmm. where the camera, where to begin. Now, the other thing, now what we do is you have LUTs put in post as well. Now you're not telling the camera anymore. Now you're telling the production software. You're telling software. the editing software, that which is the is importance right. of having something like a log file or a raw file mm -hmm. where this is taking in pure information. Right. And the larger the file size, the more information it's going to save. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so like a raw file is like the maximum amount of information it's going to take in. It's going to take in everything as pure information from the lens to the sensor. And it's not going to hard code anything. Okay. It's not going to hard code what is red, what is green, what is blue. So this way you can take that file then and put it back, put it into your software and you can adjust it within limits. Mm -hmm. There are, of course, some limits. You right. can't put something that isn't there there. Right. You know, but. Um, you can't put the sun in the, in the dark sky, in the black night sky. That's where you start adding CG. Right. You know, but the thing is now with this. Uh, insane amount of inf of image information that it's taking in mm. now you put it into your editing software and you can now redefine what in the image is red right. and what is blue you're, you're, you're giving it a frame of frame of you're reference. giving it a new reference exactly yeah. you're starting from from fresh a lot is a quick way of doing that mm -hmm. of dropping it in and saying here we're going to do this you're giving them the same frame of reference then so they're literally communicating better yeah. than ever before because to they're all, they're using the same dialect essentially. Yeah, sure. That's okay. one way of, yes, yeah. And now you're doing it to the file itself mm -hmm. rather than the camera. Right. You know, now this is, this, this would basically be like going through your camera settings and changing the color, mm -hmm. changing your red, green, and blue um, values within the camera. Right. You can do that in post now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's almost like taking the file literally off of the the sensor and dropping it right into the software and changing it that way. Right. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much what, what logs and raw files, that's what they do. Now I'm, I could be wrong on a little of this. This is the basic brush over. I'm not a colorist. Right. I'm not a color grader. Okay. And I'm not a professional DP. Add those disclaimers in now. Yes. <laughs> so this is the basic, this is the filmmaking sucks version. Yes. Yes. This is the basic version of it where, you know, like I said, I'm not a professional at these things. I'm no. not, I'm not a professional color You're grader or DP. Like the rest of us, exactly. Yeah. You know, and this is actually why I'm looking forward to looking to look to working with Phil because he knows a lot more about this than I do, you know? So I'm really looking forward to working with him, working, working as well. That's also why, although they came, they came to me and said, we want your team, mm. you know, I decided Phil would be the best option because we want to work with Phil for a while. Yeah, so, we have. You know, so I decided he would be the best option to work with, mm -hmm. you know, because I felt like if I'm going to go into a situation where I don't really know the, I don't know the location, yeah. I've never worked with the people before, mm -hmm. you know, not that there's anything wrong with them or anything, just, you know, it's, yeah. it's a new crew. It's a new, it's, I'm like, and we're out. It's seeing you completely out of your element. Completely. Yeah. There is nothing familiar about yeah. this space, the shoot, the crew, the location, nothing. Right. There's nothing familiar about it other than what we can load in the car. Right. 
Okay. Uh, I felt like it was necessary to have someone who is more accustomed to that situation. Who working than under I was. working under those you know, working under that type of condition. Exactly. Yeah. I could probably call, you know, a cameraman or two that I've worked with before yeah. who we've kind of done everything together. Yeah. You know? But that means that their experiences are my experience. Right. You want to bring as, as many tools with you as you can. Yes, yes. And I felt Phil was a really good tool to have. And again, we've been wanting, wanting to, work to work together. Them, yeah. yeah, we've been wanting to work together. And I think this is a great... I think it's a great opportunity for yes. everybody. Yeah. I'm really excited for you and for Shiva and Laurie and Phil and Ducky. Mm-hmm. And I'm just excited for everyone. You're just happy that we're happy. Um, so that's that. That's that's how that's going, you know. Yeah. And then I'm also I'm also editing too, which is another benefit. Yep. Well, Again, now you're just trying to make your own life easier. Yes. Yes. It makes it much easier because um, honestly, if somebody else were editing, because we're shooting in 4K, mm. uh, if somebody else were editing, then I would say, okay, well, we don't know what they're going to do with this in post. So now we have to get two Atomos recorders. So that we can give them the most color information yeah. to possibly work with. I don't need. We don't need a four hundred megasecond. Yeah. You know. Image. You know what you need and what you can edit with, we and know what you're best editing with. Yeah. So you're literally, you know, balancing their budget just to, you know, instead of going overboard for uh, for an editor, you don't know mm-hmm. what they need. Yeah. And then I have to get the footage to yeah. them. Yeah. And, um. Before I get them the footage, I'm gonna have to log all the footage to them. Yeah. Have to get them whatever notes we have and have a conversation with this editor about what we shot, how we shot it, what yeah. we used, the order that the, that everything is in. And I got to find a way to get it to them and package now, it all together. Yeah. Package it all for them and get it ready for the editor. Right. You know, now it's coming straight to straight to us, straight to right. me and, and Phil, we know what we shot. We know the order we shot it in. Yeah. You know me. I don't log my footage. No, you do not. I don't, I don't log my footage. It's nope. a terrible, terrible habit, but I don't, Yeah. you know, but I also shot the footage. Yeah. I looked through the camera. That's why you don't log it. Which is why I don't log it, exactly. Yeah. You know, logging the footage is an extra two days of work. Yeah. I, I did that as an internship, yes. I remember. Yes, <laughs> It's a pain in the ass. Um, yes, folks, they actually bring in interns just literally to sit there for eight hours a day logging footage. Yeah. Yeah. We could get that. <laughs> we could get that. What, an intern to log footage? Yes. Really? We totally could. Wow. We totally could. Oh. I know somebody who that's their job oh. is assigning interns. Oh, yeah, you do, don't you? Yes, I do. That is his job in the college. He assigns interns their jobs. We could actually get an intern. Yeah, that's cool. We actually can because we're a company. That's great. <laughs> you have no interest in having an intern. I, I would just be like, here are all of our script ideas on random cocktail napkins written in Quran. Don't <laughs> mind the coffee stain because you just type these all up for me and yeah, put them in a searchable a database. Nice day. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah. And by the way, could you also develop a program? No, literally, I would just be like, here's all 12,000 scripts written in fade in. Mm-hmm. Could you just go and put this into script? <laughs> there you go. There you go. We'll get an intern and an intern would solve all of our problems. That's it. And you don't have to worry. They're going to do the same thing you did, but you don't have to do it. Guys, if you're interested in an internship, reach out to us. At no, <laughs> no. It has to be official. No, no, no. I know somebody who's doing it for kids who are doing it already in school. Oh, I'm going to get one of them to do it. Oh, man. No, otherwise it's just somebody coming over the house doing it totally for free, which is oh, really what we really want. If you want to come over and do this for free. <laughs> Filmmakingsucks at gmail.com. 
<laughs> oh god thanks for thank you we have an entire prop closet that needs organizing as well oh, if you could go man. through our wardrobe and organize it by oh, size man, the things i would have an intern do <laughs> oh man just have an intern here for like a week just reorganize everything just oh man Getting You'd be like, listen, real- kiddo, this is going to go great for you because I have a label maker. I do have a label maker. I know you do. I have a label maker. I know you do. We have a label maker. <laughs> like, here you go, kiddo. And we have this and we have this awesome production next software now that you can <laughs> type it all into. It's true. You know? Oh, man. We got that. We got that stuff. This oh, is yeah. So- Dad, wow. intern to literally log all of our crazy scripts and, you know, fix my scripts into screenwriter and log your footage and clean out our props room and create a inventory of all the stuff that we have why are you trying to organize me so bad you're trying so hard to organize me. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm just it's a new year i just want to organize everything oh my god so speaking of new year uh-huh oh god <laughs> what is your no next? you gotta go first okay you, you, mine mine's you, easy i oh, i have shit. two scripts that need to go into pre-production they want to be broken down and um start to figure out my locations and all the other stuff and potentially talk to some actors. That's Shit. it. Done. <laughs> so yours, you're oh, great. Oh, what is my, what is, what is six weeks from now? What is that? End of March? End March 25th is the date. The now hell? we're giving away all the movie magic and I'm giving you the date that we're recording this six weeks. We'll get over it. From March 25th. I don't think it's like a secret. We're not like, this isn't, <laughs> this isn't like the CIA here. <laughs> I'm, I got to look at my calendar and see what's going on between then, between now and then. Um, well, between now and then, March third. March third, yeah. Go, go, go for that. I'm going to figure out. I was buying you time already. Go Thank for you. It. Yeah, yeah. It's all yours. <laughs> you're, you're, you're in charge. March third, um, <laughs> Beneath will be screening at the Brightside Tavern Film Series in Jersey City, New Jersey, um, as part of the Horror Block on Saturday night, starting at 6 p.m. March third. Um, we will, of course, be in attendance along with our friends Thomas Ryan, as you may know from Theta States and Theater of Terror. We're uh, screening with them again. Did I share the news already about Macabre Fair? No. I did not. No. Oh, well. No, no you didn't. Oh, go ahead. Boast. <laughs> I'm going to boast a bit here. Um, we actually tied for Audience Choice Best Short with Theater of Terror's The Gift. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really super cool sharing that award with our friends beneath, um, beneath, beneath, uh, not we, yes. we, you, beneath, we, I, me, me and beneath you, all you, just me. It was all me. Um, yeah. Beneath and the gift tied for, uh, audience choice. Best short. Congratulations. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. And I've actually, um, at the bright side tavern, I've been nominated for best horror short, Best actress, and I got my first ever best director nomination. Yeah, coincidentally, it's the same three awards that the gift was award was. <laughs> yes, it is. So we're literally up against our yes. friend again. Again, we're up against Tom. Sorry, yes. Tom, but uh, sorry, Russell. Get out. Get we're out. not staying home. You <laughs> we're stay not staying home. home. You stay home. Russ. <laughs> you stay home. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have. Okay, so Brightside Tavern. That yes. the Brightside Tavern Short Film Festival is um that's March 2nd through the 4th we'll be there all weekend. Yep. Friday night is the opening party. Yes. Uh and there's going to be a, I think there's a couple of movies playing. Mm-hmm. I think there's Disco and um that's Christians Disco and 
disco fries, something and disco something. Fries. Yeah, off the top of my head, I got nothing. Sure. I'm sorry, Christian. Yeah. There's a um, they're honoring a filmmaker there as well, and something else. I'm drawing a total blank right now. See? It's gonna be super awesome, no yeah. matter what. It's gonna be kind of cool. It's gonna be cool. Um, uh, tickets are open for that. That's a separate ticketed event, Friday night event, and I think that the first. I think there's an open bar for the first hour or two or something like that. Open bar. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. That starts at seven o'clock Friday night on the second. And then the third and the fourth is when uh, is the film festival itself. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure that they do the awards the Sunday, Sunday night. night. Yep. You know, so we're playing Saturday at six. Yep. You said that's part Saturday of the horror block. Uh, this is in Jersey City at the Brightside Tavern. Yeah. So you said that already. Yeah. Uh, Third Eye Film Festival. Oh yeah. We're not playing, but I think we're going. Yeah, I think Pretty we're going. Sure go. We're attending at least that's one really, day. It's a free festival. Mm -hmm. It's a free festival, female centric. I don't think it's entirely female directed, but it is female centric. Female centric. That is uh, February sixteenth through the. 18th in Manhattan. At the Howl, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah at the Howl. It is a free festival. It's free to attend and watch films. I, th I, I think it's a, uh, I think it's an art gallery. I think so too. You know, or something like that. So there's just the movies playing. So that's kind of cool. So we'll be hanging Another out there at least we're one day. Get rejected from there. <laughs> um, we have that. And I'm just looking at our calendar. Yeah, nothing. Uh, we need nothing we'll to. We'll be announce. at Boston Underground. Oh yeah. We'll be at Boston Underground. We're going. Yeah. I don't know if we're playing yet. We're hoping to play. Fingers crossed, guys. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed we'll be playing there. But we'll be there. We'll be we'll be going because, you know, we liked it. It was a good festival. We it's have a, a couple friends out there. Yeah. You know, I'm going to find out where we're going to stay. Mm -hmm. If we're going to get a hotel or if we're going to bother one of your relatives. Uh, okay. So my next six-week goal should be my previous six-week goal compounded with another one because I got to catch up. So number one, once again, got to schedule this shoot yes. this end of matrioshka shoot yeah you know got to schedule it again it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be shot by the end of march i just need to write the schedule for it yep you know this means i got to talk to jack i got to get the fangs from him i got to jason's got a new job so we got to figure out a day for him mm. but he him and angie are now in the same place together they're yep. they're sharing the apartment and a new apartment so there's a new apartment to shoot in which means that it's a brand new place which means there's not much Furniture, which means it's just a blank canvas to. to Whoa, buddy! I was gonna shoot there. So. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's a blank canvas. We I can know. Spatter it with blood. She already said, "Come over and spray my walls with blood." Yeah. <laughs> as long as she has a bathtub, I am sold. Uh huh. Um. Okay. So number one, I have to schedule that. Right. I have to schedule that. Number two, I need a second goal now. I think you just get through your shot list. That's not even a goal, though. I mean, it is a goal. It is, but it's not because it's it's a job. Okay. I can't say like, well, I need to have it done by then. No, I'm going to have that done soon. That's a job that has. To, I, I can't. I can't put that in. Okay. At, at, yeah. Okay. If you don't want to set that as a goal, you don't have yeah, to. Yeah, I can't make that a goal <laughs> because then I'm going to be like, oh, well, I got like four more weeks before I have to finish this. No, that has to be done as quickly as possible. You know, I can't make that a goal because the shoot itself has a deadline. Right. You know, and I mean, that's just how I see it. That's it's, a, yeah, it's, just, a, it's a job I've been hired to. There's no we're, like. We're in charge of this goal thing. Yeah. We can make any yeah. rules that we want. Yeah. Yeah. It's just how I see it. Like, this is a job I got paid. I'm getting paid and hired to do this specific thing. Okay. So I need to have things done as soon as is possible for them so that they can look at it and say yay or nay mm -hmm. to a lot of it. So a six-week goal does not work when we're shooting in, you know, 10 weeks. Yeah. You know? 
So, um, I don't know what else, what's my next thing? I had an idea earlier and it didn't, Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to decide on what story yes. we're going to do. Okay. Cause we've been talking about either doing a Lovecraft or a, a Poe po. or a unnamed author yep. that we're not going to name. Yep. Decide on one of those three projects. Yes. I think end of March, I want to at least decide which project it's going to be. Okay. Is it going to be? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good goal. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just, just a decision. decision making yeah. It's product. just a, just a, just a yeah. decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I say by March 25th, I want pre-production done on. Done. Jesus. Well, no, I mean, pre-production, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like it needs to be cast yet. Um, on your. On Which? my two. Two? Yeah, look On at the you. two, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're going to have pre-production. I mean, one of them, I already have someone in mind for the other roles, and yeah. it's just a matter of finding so wanna, so some day players and then- Pre-production in what aspect? Yeah, broken down, planned out, so, locations so found. pre-production, but you want to have a you wanna full total Development. Breakdown. Officially go into pre-production. Go into pre-production. Yes. Yeah. Start your pre-production. Start my pre-production. Get a fair amount of my pre-production- Done. Figure out locations mm-hmm. where we can shoot these things. Yeah. When I want to shoot it, you know. Mm-hmm. Start to make all those decisions. All right. Good luck. Thanks. And I'm going to decide what script we're going to, what story we're going to. What are you going to add on top of that for my third week, third six week goal? Yep. <laughs> so I've got to figure out when I'm going to shoot Matryoshka and what we're doing, what's going to be my festival baby short. Yep. What? I'm excited. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, well, you know guys. I'm is. very giggly today. I don't you know, really know why. I'm still, I'm, I'm still debating whether I want to do shorts in general. Yeah. You know, I mean, I like them for, I like shorts for like a day or two. Yeah. A day or two shoot, but me personally, putting, you know, six seven days of shooting into a yeah, half just, hour film. Yeah, you gotta just. Go I'd rather that. add another five days and make a feature. Yeah. I'd rather make a feature in, in, you know, in 14 or 20 days, you know? I mean, the, yeah, I mean. That's, but that's just me. I mean, maybe that's your six-week goal then. Decide if, well. If you want to go for a feature or a short. Yeah. Oh, feature's a whole other. No, yeah, I mean, feature won't happen until 2019. No, yeah, it's a whole other monster. But yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, that sets a whole set of goals for the rest of the year. Yeah, it does. And that sets my path of what I want to do next. Yeah. You know, but. You know, I think it'll be really good, you know, once we start on this journey, um, you know, the fact that I'm going to be active doing pre-production, you know, we could do a lot more episodes on, on pre-production and kind of, because my mind will be on that. Yeah. You know, and then you can talk a lot more about development and then they can take the journey along with us mm-hmm. if they want to, if they still like us as after Yeah, this I think that's a good idea, though. That's yeah. a good idea. We're going to walk them, we'll walk through the pre-production yeah. by episode, one, like week at a time, more or less, and yeah. keep it updated on, on the projects. And I think that's going to keep giving us some some context to talk about there you go that's the word i'm looking for subjects to discuss yeah yeah that's that works that's that's cool yeah and i think it would be really good i mean if you could track one of our short films all the way through and then you know anybody who wants to make a short film then you know we'll give you a model do it try it yeah see it yeah so it's on paper guys um you know um this next week, I'm going to do the rest of my polishing. I'm probably going to give it to a couple people to to read through. Not me? What are you talking about? You already read through them. Oh, okay. Remember? You gave me notes, and I already fixed your notes, and now I'm going to have one or two people 
uh, read well, them. I got to read it. Make sure that you followed my notes. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I'll leave them with you tonight because they're done. Um, so yeah, so then I'm going to polish this and then um, I'll start my breakdown and maybe, you know, for one of the next episodes, I'll do, I'll walk you through my breakdown. I think I've already done that. I don't know though. Hmm. Like a full breakdown of a script. Hmm. I don't know either. Eh, if I haven't, then I'll just do one anyway. So, so yeah, that's sort of uh, the plan for the next six months, six weeks. Six months. Six, six months. Weeks. Six weeks. Yeah. So, so come on out to the Brightside Tavern in Jersey City and check out Beneath. Yeah. As always, if you tell us where you're going to be there, we will bring a hashtag swag bag. Swag bag. All right, that's going to do it this week for us at Filmmaking Sucks. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you got something out of this. If not, you can send your hate mail to filmmakingsucks at gmail.com. <laughs> Please subscribe to us, give us a rating and a review, and we really appreciate five stars on wherever you listen to this, so this way other people can find us a little easier. helps the algorithms out to find us and suggest us. Also, I haven't mentioned it yet. Uh, I think I did. Briefly, but okay. not officially. On Facebook, the Indie Filmmaker Community Group. Oh, I don't think you have. No. There's a new Facebook group that uh, Timothy and Ulrich of Making Movies is Hard uh, started. They were gracious enough to add us as administrators, along with uh, Casey Defemery, Jake Richardson, Jamie Francis, um, and Alex Kellerman. Mm-hmm. They're all other filmmakers. Jamie Francis runs the Nimpods podcast. Uh, I believe one of the other guys has a podcast, but we haven't really gotten into that conversation much. No. But uh, yeah, so there is at least three podcast hosts running this community. The indie filmmaker community. Uh, We're really trying to get a sense of getting people... Getting indie guys to, to get guys and girls, mm-hmm. you know, to mm-hmm. talk to each other and 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 network, you know, uh, talk about drop ideas in there as to things maybe uh, not specifically things that we could talk about on our on on on, on the podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is linked to the Making Movies Is Hard Facebook page if you're looking for it, so it's linked to their to their page. Uh, but we're trying to get uh, we're trying to be more active, get conversation going. Yeah, you know, um, w- people of all. All, all levels of filmmaking, whether you're just starting out or you're a 20-year veteran, whatever, man, jump on into that group, have a conversation, ask questions, and we're all going to try and help each other out to get better at yeah, this. Yeah, I, to... uh, I actually talked about this uh, screenwriting issue I was having yeah. in the group. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're asking questions out there, too. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're, we're asking, I've asked a couple of questions mm-hmm. to people and I've gotten a couple of answers, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're really trying to get this, get this moving. It's awesome that Timothy and Ulrich started this, yeah. you know? Uh, so let's help, let's help this grow. Get the Indie Filmmaker Community Facebook group and join in. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to add on to that, actually. I, I know I mentioned it last week on last week's podcast, but again, February is still Women in Horror Month. Women in Horror Month. You mean it doesn't end? No, it never it ends. End <laughs> there will always be Women in Horror Month. Um, but no, uh, you know, follow along with us. You know, I'm doing a, well, well, I'm doing a Women in Horror Challenge on Instagram, Twitter, and I think Facebook. I'm sharing it yeah, most of the, the time. I don't for all of that right now. I'm sorry. I'm, no. uh, the image challenges on the. On all the different social medias, as much as I want, I just take yours and I and I retweet those and I retweet others. But to just keep, I, it's too much for me. Okay, so I'm doing Women in Horror Month doing. challenge, and it's a really important thing. To and I'm get following out. and sharing. Thank you for following and sharing, <laughs> I'm Male Ally. Sorry, I'm sorry. I just 
Oh. Um, but no, it's really great. Mind Once change. again, I, I, I talked to, I talked about it last week, but you know, uh, it's a really awesome month to share your favorite women in horror. It doesn't have to be a filmmaker. It could be an actress, an author, an artist, and somebody who makes really cool jewelry. Um, just share that women in, in, are out there creating horror and all yep. sorts of types of art. Um, and, and just get them some notice this month. You know, if, if you want to follow along, the hashtag is W-I-H-M. Nine. Nine. W-I-H-M. Hashtag W-I-H-M nine. Yep. Or W or hashtag women in horror. W, hashtag W-I-H-W-A-W-I-H-M. Hashtag 28 days of W-I-H. Yeah. There's, yeah, a, there's a bunch. There's a, there's a whole bunch of different hashtags that they're using. Um, you know, Morbidly Beautiful is doing really great. Um, um daily profiles. profiles on women heart uh, superficial gallery just did one on me um mm. so if you check out the pages you'll see that um who else is doing uh, graveyard sisters is another really great resource to follow they're doing 28 days of black women in horror I think um, revenge is doing that too i think so yeah i think audrey's revenge is just doing that too um uh also four mile circus is doing one yeah that's so right. that's right. you know definitely check it out you know even if you Everybody's just follow and share mile. Everybody's at four mile. Uh, so yeah, all these great websites are doing profiles. Um, definitely check it out. You'll you could possibly find a woman in hard in your location in your area, and uh, you know connect with her. And it's just one more resource to tap into. Yeah. So yeah, women in horror month. Happy women in horror month. Mm -hmm. So once again, like I said, follow us, rate us, review us on all of your podcasting app of choice. And I hope you guys got something out of this and you enjoyed it. Hashtag women in horror. All right, fine. Do that. <laughs> Hashtag women in horror. And um, get out there, everybody. Make good films.